501 Crossroads is your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, Executive Director of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, Natalie Jablonski, the Nonprofit Ninja, is here. That's right, specializing in help nonprofits uh, maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Natalie, we've got another one on one, <laughs> which is why we're so giggly. Let me just yeah. tell you, I love one on ones because we start talking and we drink a glass of wine before we even actually get on the show. And so by the second glass, we think we're hilarious. We mm-hmm. hope you enjoy our wine on ones. I know we do. I, I definitely do. Yes. And, I, <laughs> and, uh, and we don't remember much of them, but we hear they're fantastic when mm-hmm. they come back around. So today we're going to be talking about something that actually came up in one of our shows previously. Actually, it came up in our pre-show previously. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So we had Katie Ron, Ron, Katie Ron on and she was dressed just like to the T's and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm dressed kind of sloppy today, but like she had like super cute pants and she had a little that leather jacket. She was on. sharp. She, yeah, I mean, we should take a picture. We should have taken a picture. Oh. Uh, my face was not on point that day. So. Well, and, and I wasn't probably yeah, ready for that as well, but I think it brought up the conversation about just the differences in how nonprofits uh, employees dress, mm-hmm. what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And there's a much more casual vibe, I think in general in the nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know if that's always necessarily a good thing. I think there's a time and place for it, but yeah. we were just going to kind of have the conversation about what looks right, what doesn't. I know I've had people ask us who have joined the nonprofit world from the for-profit sector. They go through a bit of a culture shock. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, and and so uh, let's let's talk about that. So what have you seen out there that you say, okay, this is absolutely a no-no? Like, don't ever. So my actual rule is basically like, if you're going to wear it on Sunday in front of your couch, maybe not. <laughs> I like that. Like that's that's really my rule. So the shirt with the spaghetti stain, don't not don't so much. That. Yeah, the so. shirt that's three sizes too big, but it's super comfy to watch football in. I mean, maybe you could tie it to the side and it'd be okay, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good rule of thumb. The the the, the shirt that has a explicit saying on it, I would go oh, with. An what also about the no. pants across the back end that say something like juicy? juicy yeah, on your bottom. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, I I tend to think that. Okay, so I. I will admit to wearing leggings as pants. Um, yes. I'll admit to it. I've done it. Um, I do believe that like your, your posterior and your, you know, all like, I feel like it needs to be like somewhere in the hip area. Yeah. In, For the women, definitely we need to yeah. watch making sure that we're covering appropriately, right? Yeah. You look lovely today. You have a gorgeous dress on. Yeah. So I, I actually personally tend to err on the side of dressing maybe almost kind of too nice for the nonprofit sector in general. That would be questionable if you went to like a group of EDs meeting together, you would be the more dressed up one. I would be one of the more dressed up ones yeah. in some of the situations. Although I, I end up occasionally you'll meet people who are like with the, the fancy nonprofits and oh, they, yes. you know, they suit up. So yeah, yeah. They, can I, afford, they can afford that. Yeah. I never suit up. Um, <laughs> I don't, I do own a couple suits. They're like two sizes too small. So like if I ever need to go on a job interview, I've got to lose some weight. Well, that, so so if your so if your if your staff starts seeing <laughs> yeah. you go on a diet, they're yeah. gonna start worrying that exactly. you're they you're, should worry. There you go. <laughs> so although it is January, so it is. But you know, you, you did tell me uh, you did tell me a bit of a cheat. So you wear dresses, but it's because they match. They do match. Like I don't have to like I don't have to figure out like what am I gonna wear on my top and my bottom that go together. Like I don't have any of that issue. It's like animals for adults. It really is. It all, except it it's works, easier than that. It, it, it is because like ta da! I do like the simplicity of a dress for a female. I think men have a hard time with this mm-hmm. because in the they have the shirt, they have the shirt and tie, they have the shirt and tie and jacket. 
And, and of course, then they have the suit, which would be probably a little extreme for most nonprofit settings for everyday wear. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a time and place for a board meeting or, you know, a, a meeting with a grantor or something like that, that you might take it up to a, a notch of a suit. But for the most part, I think guys struggle, too, because they're like, well, can I get away with jeans in a polo shirt or what about a T-shirt and a pair of slacks? Like, what does that look like? What about and, cargo shorts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggle. What about sweatpants? <laughs> so <laughs> I have worn sweatpants, admittedly, once to work. Whoa. But we were cleaning out a closet that Fair. day. It was a storage closet, and we were going to be going through and going to the dumpster. And I said, so here's the deal. If I get something spilt on them or dust on them or whatever, at least I know I can take these and I can wash them and not have to worry about ruining a nice pair of pants. So I think that's fair. I think it's the only time I've done it. I know a couple of my team members will wear shorts once in a while, but it's mm-hmm. usually because they have an outdoor activity with our clients. Yeah. So uh, like we have a zoo activity outgoing or uh, we're going to a picnic or something that's going to be outdoors and we live in the Midwest. So uh, it could be 80 degrees on in the morning and 120 degrees by noon and uh, 72 again by the evening. You just never know what happens around here. So I have seen that. I think it's difficult for nonprofits when we have multiple activities. We go yeah. from a zoo meeting in the morning where we're all out with the kids to a board meeting in the evening and having to change and mm-hmm. So the question is like, do you, do you have your staff change clothes if they, if you have something going on in the office that you think is appropriate and do you ask them to wear something? So we have a, so our actual dress code is wear what's appropriate for what you're doing that day. So I work in a radio station. Yep. Um, I actually have the, the, probably the best dressed radio station staff in town. Because you can see webcams in yeah. here. That'd be great. <laughs> because they're actually dressing to nonprofit standards a little bit. They're kind of in that middle range. Because if you go to a radio station and you see the DJs, you will go, oh, my goodness. They right. just roll out of bed. But there are more webcams on radio stations <laughs> yeah. now, which I think has forced them to kick it up a notch. <laughs> Class it up a little bit. So, um, so you know, we have people coming into work in, in T-shirts, often a mind's eye T-shirt. Um, yeah, and, I love program shirts. Yeah, those are great. Those are great. Like our, our dress code says you can wear that whenever you want to, as long as it's not our fancy event. Free advertising. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, so I allow, I allow that. And, but if we do have something coming up that day, like we have, we have the behind the scenes tours of the organization. If we have that, I try to let any of the staff that's going to be around during that time know. Mike will tell you that I don't always let them know, but, um, <laughs> so, but we try, um, and then that, that way everybody has, has a chance to put on the black pants or right. dress or whatever it is that makes them feel like a professional professional. Right. So, um, I think that's important to let people know what's going on. Do you think it depends on the market that you're in? So if, uh, mm. so we're in a great area. So St. Louis metropolitan area is where we're at. So yeah. we have a very distinctive divider between Illinois and Missouri with the Mississippi river, which people like to claim is like the big river that mm-hmm. crosses. There's, there's a lot of cultural differences between St. Louis nonprofits, Illinois nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, do you think there's cultural differences in, What's expected if you work um, at a St. Louis nonprofit versus a nonprofit, or is it more size? I think it's more size. Okay. Because if I actually look at, so if I look at maybe like, let's talk about hospital executive nonprofits. Sure. So like they're, they're dressed to the nines on both sides of the river. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Um, so that's, that's one thing. Like if you're looking at like, um, our United Way representatives on both sides of the river, they're, they're all dressed up. You know, you, you never see them dressed down. That's true. Except for if they're here painting the building with every, with their volunteers. Even then they have a very nice jeans on. It's very, <laughs> very nice painting pants. That's <laughs> so, right. So, um, but then you see the, you know, your smaller nonprofits and, you know, you might occasionally see their ED dressed up at something, but I know when I go to events, it's, you can kind of sometimes tell which ones are our smaller groups and which ones are, are larger. And I think it's culture, you know? So then the question becomes, 
is the dress code that we wear behind the scenes, if you mm-hmm. will, in the office or maybe meeting one-on-one with donors or individuals, is that appropriate for then when you go to a group setting, such as um, let's say one of the funders is having a, a meet and greet and they're asking people to come together, mm. or uh, you are going to um, meet with a bunch of donors and someone is hosting it and they'd like you to be there to speak. Mm. Is there is there a different expectation, do you feel, at that point to, to kick it up a notch? Or should you say, hey, here's how I am and this is how I dress mm. every day and take me as I am? Personally, yep, that's what this is about. I, I, I think that when somebody's asking you to to talk in front of other people, um, first, don't drink a glass of wine beforehand. Good rule yeah, of thumb. That's a radio one. stations perfectly fine yeah. if you're on a podcast, <laughs> but definitely not speaking in front of real people. Yeah, but uh, I do think like if you're going to be on a stage in front of people, you need to step it up. Actually, I know I was super embarrassed this year. I um, was asked to speak at a local company, a big one. Um, on behalf of the United Way, and I forgot I was doing it that day. And I didn't dress down, dress down, but I dressed a lot more casual than I usually dress. Um, I think I looked fine, but then I got there and I realized there was like a legit stage. And not only was there a stage, but my image was going to be like four times the size of me behind oh, me wow. twice. So wow. there were like two big screens with me on behind. And I looked at that and I said, oh my God, I wish I had done. I wish I'd worth this at this or this or that. Right. Um, so that was no good, <laughs> but you know, so lesson learned next time I'm going to any company, you know, right. Going to make sure the pretty dress is out and all that stuff. I assume since it was a company that was fairly casual in nature, mm-hmm. I could get away with it. But I realized as soon as I walked in that I was wrong. Who's <laughs> <It was laughs> well, in the wrong department? <laughs> I think we always err on the side of caution. So mm-hmm. I always say, if in doubt, kick it up a notch. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be more overdressed in the room than underdressed in the room. So mm-hmm. that's first rule. Uh, second rule of thumb is have an emergency jacket on standby. Ooh, so whether you're thing. a man or a woman, doesn't make a difference. Grab a universal type of sports coat, something that could pretty much go with anything, a neutral such as a brown, a black, a gray, um, even a navy blue, which mm-hmm. is very classic. Put that on the back of your door. Have it available and ready. Even if you were in jeans and a polo shirt of the organization or a t-shirt of the organization, mm-hmm. you can throw that jacket over it and take it up a notch very quickly, very easily. And it helps, especially when you get that surprise donor that you didn't expect to stop by. Yeah, exactly. And you were and planning on, yeah. And you were planning on, oh, all we're doing this day is working on the newsletter. So I'm going to be comfortable so I can tap into my creative side, which is often a lot of mm-hmm. times the reason we pick our. A wardrobe the way we do is based on activity of what we're going to do. Yeah. So I don't want to be adjusting my top every right. five minutes if I'm just going to be writing or working with my staff all day. Like, right. Yeah, I'll do that for donors. But eh. <laughs> do, what's your what's your say on apologizing for your dress code if someone steps by? Do you apologize for it? Do you feel like you need to explain it, or do you just own it and rock it? I think I, you've got to own it and rock it because yeah. I think if you walk into my organization, like you, you immediately know that we're not going, we're not your button up kind of place. Um, you know that our development director is dressed a lot differently than our program director, and mm-hmm. you know that they have different roles. Yeah. And um, I think that's okay. I do, too. So now my development director, I will say, like, always looks dressed to the nines, like, occasion, like really, really, really occasionally comes in a T-shirt, and you're like, what the heck's going on with you? <laughs> you almost <laughs> so. wonder what's wrong, right? <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I, I uh, One of the things that I always think about when I think of dress code, too, is just, you know, making sure it's appropriate for the day, making sure you're comfortable in it, mm-hmm. but also making sure that whoever you are meeting with for that day is comfortable. So yeah. it was a great conversation I had recently with my with my staff, and it was all about what we wear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if we are going to be uh, interviewing 
uh, an individual and we're going to be sitting on a personal sofa, uh, perhaps oh. a, a skirt <laughs> is not going to be as appropriate for mm-hmm. a female because it's going to make it difficult and you could, uh, you know, you're trying to sit and you're trying mm-hmm. to write and so dressing for that appropriateness, but it's also a matter of making them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, one of my case managers said it best. I want to wear whatever puts my client at ease. That makes perfect sense. And so if you use that universally, I want to make sure whoever I'm meeting with is at ease mm-hmm. and you use that across the board. You know, when I started in, uh, more recently in, in nonprofit management, uh, in the role I'm in now, it's a much more casual environment than the nonprofit I was in before. Mm-hmm. And I really had to quickly realize that adjust and change because I realized I didn't want my staff to think that I was unapproachable or that I uh, was trying to outdo them or mm-hmm. any of those kind of deceptions that could come along with perceptions because those can be really real to those people. And especially once they tie into them, regardless of what you do, that you're stuck with that. So I really had to quickly make some changes in my dress code and I remember the first day I wore in, um, you know, boots and it was uh, fall and it was boots and leggings, like a, a sweater. And it was a, a very cute outfit and mm-hmm. it was a nice outfit. But for me, it took me a lot of work to physically walk out the door <laughs> in this outfit. Mm-hmm. And it was a psychological thing that for so many years I had dressed up and wore suits and something a little Not dressier. <laughs> right. And this, and I kept thinking, I can't believe I'm going to go to work like this. This seems so awkward. And I got a standing ovation from some of my staff <laughs> that I actually committed to, to dressing down and quote mm-hmm. unquote in my mind, which was actually dressing to their expected level. Yeah. And uh, it's made all the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's knowing who you're trying to work with and what their expectations of you are in a situation that you're in to be able to make sure that you're picking out the right thing. But regardless, hygiene is so important. Yeah, There's no smell. excuse for bad hygiene. There's no excuse for not getting, fixing your hair and your makeup and making sure that you are accessorized appropriately with clean shoes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a belt and things like that that just come together no, for the outfit. Not wearing a belt. You're not, well, not, not with your it. dress, not no. today. <laughs> um, but, you know, for a guy, it's nice. If you're going to tuck in your mm-hmm. shirt and you have belt loops, Oh yeah, slide fair. slide a belt in, you know, <laughs> take it take it to that notch. But uh, as long as you are comfortable with what you're wearing and the individual you're meeting with, it makes mm-hmm. them comfortable. I think then you're a win win every time. Absolutely, and I think it's okay for people to express their personal style. I like that. I think that's okay. I like that. I mean, as long as your personal style isn't green hair in my office. <laughs> well, and as long as your personal style doesn't conflict with the mission and values of the organization. Oh, that's perfect. I, I like think that. I think that's a big teller, too. So I always kind of go back to the mission. Mm-hmm. And is what I'm wearing going to conflict with what the message I'm trying to send with regards to what our mission is? And if there's a conflict there, you probably need to go back in and change. Exactly. So we hope that uh, this has been helpful for many of you who've asked us about mm-hmm. what to wear in interviews, what to expect when you go out in meetings, what to expect a nonprofit wearing. And uh, we can't wait to judge all your fabulous outfits on the catwalk as we see you out in, the, out in the community. Yeah. Hey, actually, like go back to our Facebook page underneath this show. Post us what you're wearing today. Yes. Like, do that. Let's I would do a little love Facebook to see that. If you don't want us to see your face, rock yeah. on. Just, you know, hit us from the shoulders down. But yeah. it'd be great to see what you're doing and that day and then what outfit mm-hmm. you chose to wear. And uh, that would that would be awesome. I yeah, I like fun. that. So, yeah, let's do that. Fantastic. <laughs> well, this has been a great one-on-one. Thanks, Marjorie. I love the one-on-ones, Natalie. Toast. <laughs> Toast. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.